Okay. Hamza. Mario. Today, we're uh, thinking through space. Space. So, we, we've definitely uh, talked about space. I feel like we've talked about it many times throughout the time that we've known each other. Like, yeah. We can track it all the way back to, like, literally, like, playing ball as kids in grade 8, grade 7. Yeah, like, when we were, like, yeah, well, we would have been, what, like, 11, 12? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But uh, you remember, um, I, well, space for for me. Time and space. Time and space. That was a conversation we always used to have. Yeah, it's like when you have that, when you've ha- when you have that lesson in class about how far stars are yeah some stars are like light years away and you're you're basically seeing it in the past so then you see how distance and time all of a sudden are yeah and it's almost like a fundamental equation to understand that just applies across all spectrums yeah space and time kind of like go hand in hand essentially yeah i think like i don't know like i'm not i'm not a scientist but same yeah, like I, I just feel like like the most interesting thing is the relation between time and space. Yeah, and yeah. how that kind of just defines everything. One movie that really sparked like a big moment for me when I was going through university was Interstellar. You watched Interstellar, right, dude? I think Interstellar just brought that to the forefront. Of, like I think every like it sparked that into so many people. Like yeah. that movie defined like like. Not defined a generation, but it sparked something in so many people because you are like one of so many people who have heard that from, yeah. including myself. Like I think that's where it started for me. Like the fascination. Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about this. How like like the fascination of like the general population should be from science because science is so cool. Yeah, it is cool. And Interstellar was the first thing. Well, maybe not the first thing, but like. You know, I know there's like Star Trek and stuff, but like for for our kind of cohort, like it millennials, that it, it hit us because like that was right in the middle of undergrad. Yeah. So like and we're we're at the movie. we're at that point where we're we're kind of smart enough to actually investigate. Yeah. All the ramifications of yeah. what's being and it's because it was in the form of a movie. Like I think our generation loves movies. Yeah. Like I think we love. I think it's underrated how much our generation loves movies. Really. I really think so. I think TV shows were, like, the 90s thing. Mm. Like, there's Friends and all this fucking shit. Mm. But I think... I don't know. Like, I just think, like, people watch movies so much now. Like, every time a movie comes out, it breaks every record. Mm. And I think Interstellar just... It was in the most... Cons- it was the smartest mo- and and given to you in the most consum- consumable mm. product. Yeah. That, that w- It sparked the generation, like, yeah. to think about space. That was when... I first really discovered the fact that time really does change. Like I remember, so when we were younger, we, we were talking about the stars and how it's so far away. You're basically seeing it back in time. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, if you flip that around, that means the star is seeing earth back in time, like thousands of years back yeah, in, the, in, wow. in the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, it's like time travel. And if you go faster than the speed of light, then you could travel. You, you could, time. Well, well at that time, the way I was, the way I saw that logic working out was like, okay, if I, if I go faster than the speed of light and I look back, then I could see back in time. Yes. Right. So it's like, 
it's time travel, but I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can like see it coming. Yeah, like, like so yeah. I didn't really see it as like, oh, I could time travel. You're yeah. just seeing, you're just able to travel fast enough that you can look back at, at the light yeah. right? That, that was back in the past. Yeah. So I didn't really think you could, like once I discovered Interstellar though, which was years later, and then they're talking about how this guy comes back and he's older than his daughter. I'm like, or sorry, his, his daughter's older yeah. than him. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's stupid. That's, that's not, that's not factual. And, mm. and like, that was just my ignorance. And I like went deep into like Einstein's relativity. And then you, you realize that no, like time literally changes. Explain that to me. Okay. So <laughs> special theory, special theory of relativity is a little more, it's a little easier. It was his first theory that he yeah. he he uh, basically released to the world, um, and it mo- it has to do with how you travel through space and time. So it's like the faster you, the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time literally moves for that person. Yeah, it's all so, relative. Yeah, like like literally the the time, and not only that, their plane actually shrinks. So like. Space and time is being morphed as you move faster through space time. Wow. So, so moving. What do you mean, what do you mean being morphed? Um, okay. So let's say, let's say some galaxy or some, some planet that we want to get to as people, like from Earth, we want to get to is like a hundred light years away, right? So it'd take a hundred years for light to get there. Yeah. Now, let's say like, we could invent technology or a spaceship that could travel at that speed, like at light speed. It would take for us at, on earth, NASA's HQ would be watching the spaceship and it would take a hundred years. They, yeah. you know, people would cycle through, be careers gone. Like, yeah. but for the people on the ship, yeah, it would be like that. Like they wouldn't experience that amount of time. That's crazy. They would literally, it, it would feel like if they were traveling at the speed of light, by the time they get to the speed of light, that means, so the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time is going for you. Yeah. So even so, if you're even technically, I mean, I know it would be like complete. I'm just talking about from an example perspective. If you're traveling five kilometers an hour and I'm traveling fifty kilometers an hour, time is moving slower for me. You're you're moving fifty. Yeah. So you're you're going. I'm going faster. Ten times faster. Than yeah. You. Therefore, yeah, t- time is moving slow, slower. Slower yeah. for me. Ten times slower. Yeah. For me. And your car, well, I mean, at that speed, nothing's really, yeah, yeah, but, you, but yeah, over time, I know what you, you're yeah, yeah. basically asking, which is, yeah, time would go slower and <clears throat> the, the literal, the space of your car gets, sh- it shrinks. So in the direction that you're traveling, right. say you're traveling in the X direction, right? the X plane like ah, shrinks, I see. which Got is it. nuts. <laughs> so like, so if it was like, hundreds and millions of miles an hour it would literally be shrinking yeah wow yeah it's crazy and then so so that's special theory of relativity and then einstein discovered general relativity which ties in gravity so then it's like the more gravity there is the slower time moves so if you're just which is that was a another aspect of that movie interstellar they had they had to go visit a huge planet, planet with the water, this giant planet, the storm or whatever. Yeah. Like, and they're the like, flood. they're like, okay, 10 minutes on that planet is going to be like 20 years for this guy. Who's going to sit back like outside of the gravitational force because of the gravitational force. Yeah. Time on that planet was going slower, S- slower. So outside, I remember every seven minutes he was aging some stupid amount. Yeah. So, so like they, a year or something. and then they got caught up or something and yeah. something went he wrong. He came and he was old as shit. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> he's like, 
almost insane. Like, where have you been? Yeah, like, yeah, it's been yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nuts. So that would actually happen. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? I always thought that that same guy who was on the on the ship, the guy who ages, um, he he has that... I always thought it was like a famous scene where he had the piece where he explained how the black how going through the black hole would work, mm. where he was like, "This is where you're going, and this is where you are," and then you just flatten it, and you can go right through. Mm. I don't know if you remember that scene. Is it, was he talking about maybe the wormhole? Yes, 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 yes. It's yes. like, um, yeah, worm wormholes are literally like you hear that, eh? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, wormholes. There's an analogy with a piece of paper. They probably do that in the movie That's too. That's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the piece of paper the pencil folding. through it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, he literally does it in the movie. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. So he explains like, how a wormhole works. Yeah, like warping space and time. So yes. that You basically fold it and make a hole, and then you just go right through. Go right through. Well, it goes back like that movie. Like every science class should watch that movie. Yeah, I wish there was more inspiration in high school about. Well, that's what like is the frustration. It's science is always the boring subject, but it's the last. It's not. It's the only subject that shouldn't be boring. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, actually, I was mentioning to you this uh, curiosity stream. I was trying to find. Uh, yeah, it's like a documentary streaming service. It's like all documentaries. Yeah, I feel like most of my interest in science growing up wasn't from school. It was from like just like Planet Earth. Well, that's just or how like, it works. Consuming media. Yeah. Right? Like, you want... But that's what I think Interstellar did. Interstellar sparked that that thing, like the same thing you're talking about, the, the curiosity mm-hmm. towards space, where since then we've seen a bunch of media like do the same thing. Like, Inception started that, because Inception, I don't know if you remember that Inception movie. Inception was sick. It was just weird, right? Like, you were like, what the hell is going yeah. on? And it was like dreams within dreams and all this stuff. Yeah. And then they applied a similar concept but this time to space and time, which made it super dope. Mm-hmm. I think they tried it with Tenet as well. I don't know if you watched they Tenet. They tried to, w- oh, Tenet. It was just like, I think it came out last year. I've heard that. I've heard about it. I it was good. It, yeah. It's just the diet, like you can't understand anything they're saying in the data, but it's a cool concept. It's like time's moving forward and backwards at the same time. Mm. So like the guy is like, I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I Probably one of those movies you have to complex. watch like twice. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little complex. And then the problem is like the, like the dialogue is just so off. Like everything sounds muffled. Like it's a real problem with the movie. This isn't something I'm making up. It just sounds so muffled. Like you can't really understand what they're saying half the time. Um, so it's not as good as the other ones. It's probably just, a, a, it's a top, uh, it's a subject matter that's probably a little more complicated than, than like really simple space time. Mm that it's harder to consume. Yeah. But I think that's what it is. Like, you need more of this just out there because then people get, like, it sparks creativity and it sparks yeah. that desire to learn. Yeah. Which can only lead to positive outcomes. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson's doing a pretty good job, I think. Yeah. That's, that's like, his main thing yeah. is, like, being a communicator. I wonder if scientists like him. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But I could see them not. Well, yeah, I wonder. I mean, yeah, I'm not a scientist. Because they could be, like, snobs. Yeah. But no, I think, I think, uh, I think that they see his value. Like he's he's like 
Yeah, but he's I, very uh, charismatic. Yeah, you know? he's he's the popular guy. He's like, yeah, which he's is the popular which helps. scientist. It helps. I'm sure there's a bunch of scientists who are just like, yeah, you know what? This guy's a little bit of a bullshit. He's he's not a yeah. He's not a pure. He's not a he's, he's not, not a purist. The, he's not for the love of the game. He's yeah. for the hype, right? But I I I hope that's not the case because I think yeah, you need people that are publicizing these things because these are important things. So like him, his role in society is actually like dope, crucial. It's great. Yeah, it's like Bill Nye, right? Like they yeah, tried that Bill with Bill Nye. Nye. Yeah. Bill Nye was the same thing. That was that's yeah. the only thing you remember from science class back in the days. When you watched the Bill Nye video, yeah. you were paying attention. Yeah, Bill Nye's awesome. Bill Nye's <laughs> jokes. Um, yeah, what I like about just the whole space conversation is, um, I was watching that he's got a great podcast. What's it called again? Star Talk. Yeah, Star Talk, and it's just it's. It, it's mind-boggling when you realize how much of human discovery on Earth was supplemented by our understanding of the universe. Mm. Like you just like, there's so many things that we are able to apply, like in our technology or in our in our machines that have been learned from space, right? Um, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, like one of the I don't know some people who like criticize funding NASA and shit. They just don't get it. Yeah, like they you don't get it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not there's ripple effects. There to, shouldn't always be a return, right? A, a tangible return. Yeah, to things because there ends up being sometimes there ends up being returns. You just didn't you couldn't have foreseen it them. It just won't be linear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like learning, in my personal opinion, is not linear. So you can't. But that's you know that's a whole different topic almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a struggle. Like I I think. I think a lot of societies deprive from their understanding of science, which leads them to not understanding a lot of how the world works. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Cosmos. Cosmos is another one that's amazing. Yeah, that's him again. Yeah. And uh, there's this one scene. Do you think we can get to Mars? Uh, do you think, like, people? Do you think people will live at live on Mars in our lifetime? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But Elon heard, Musk seems so. Calm. I know, I know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think it's impo- Like I don't think it's not going to happen. Like I think it could happen for humanity eventually. I just don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime. Because yeah. when I hear some people talk about how hard it would be to terraform a planet, like they're they're like we should really try to focus on our planet because it's going to like the way that it's going isn't great. And we should focus here because terraforming another planet is way harder than trying to fix up ours. Yeah, and that's kind of like true. it's kind of a thought that makes me think, you know, oh, shit. That is a fair <laughs> point. But um, but I don't really know. I'm only guessing. Yeah. Um, but it would be like getting our species on another planet seems to be an important thing to do. Is it? I think so. Because what if something happens to Earth? <laughs> it's like. It's like doubling down, you know? It's like uh, yeah. increasing our odds at surviving. surviving. And then and then you do it even more and more and try and search That's for insane. other planets. But it also... I, <laughs> and then Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy. And it's like, if, wow, yeah, no, when you think about it like that, and then it's like, it's, it's a matter of survival of the species. It's like, are we defying... <laughs> Was there always going to be a human race that's going to be able to do it? Or are we just like defying some laws of gravity or lo- not gravity? It's just laws of the universe. the universe. Yeah. Or is that something that just happens everywhere else? It just hasn't happened here yet. Right. Like with yeah. like yeah, no. aliens going to no, other planets. You're, yeah, you're, um, you're uh, touching the Fermi paradox, which is like uh, basically 
the recognition that if life, like at this point, we should have seen life elsewhere than us. Like there, there, we should have seen a sign of life at the at, close to our. Well, no, I don't think I'm saying that. But okay, but we haven't. Around. So, so like, where is it? Like, what's going on? Is there a filter? Is there a filter? Like, one of the explanations to the Fermi paradox is okay. this this filter explanation, which is maybe there's a filter to getting a civilization su- like sufficiently advanced to be to be space explorers. Maybe we already passed the filter. Like we are. The We've one, been there. The one species that actually passed the filter, and like, this is a huge filter. Like, it's yeah. so rare for us. Like, they're trying to explain. Like, the Fermi first? Paradox is trying to, yeah, like, trying to explain what how. What if we're just young? Yeah. I mean. What we, if there are societies, and I use that word as in planets. Yeah. That just do that. But we're just young and haven't figured it out yet. So the filter is just the fact that we haven't figured it out yet. Not that we're the first ones. Well, yeah. Uh, or we have figured it out, but we haven't met up with anybody else the what if the whole galaxy is ours and then you have to get to another galaxy for someone else yeah and they have their whole galaxy yeah they they're like the the wonder is how how are we so alone like how how isn't there yeah other forms but then again yeah what if there just isn't <laughs> yeah yeah that could be so if there isn't maybe we've already passed a huge filter that makes us very rare right we're the only ones that know that there's nothing yeah but or there's nothing or there is a filter ahead of us yeah it's just waiting we're just about we just haven't hit it yet and then and then we're we're aiming to go to Mars and go to well, other what planets. What if this but is the beginning of the end? Right. Like the, the filter is coming and then we get filtered out and we're just another one of those yeah. almost civilizations. That but maybe they're all almost, like maybe that's just the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like the, the, the last stage is when you start exploring out. Well, there is, there is a universal time scale that everything really does fizzle out eventually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like legitimately. Yeah, every, 100%, every 100%. It has to fizzle out, yeah. right? Like I, I read a little bit about like that. Like the dark, the, dark, the dark age of the universe is an age where there's no more, there's no more stars. Like the sun's just a star. Yeah. Right? Like the dark age is when all stars in the universe yeah. die out. <laughs> well, what if it's just Earth's turn? Like we're... Like, See, that's where it, it gets interesting because it's like, yeah, like we're hurting the planet, but what if it's also just Earth's turn to be destroyed soon? Mm. And by soon, I mean relative, right? Like, I mean, yeah. like hundreds of thousands of or whatever X amount of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could be dinosaurs. Apparently, that's was it. Anymore. Is it v- Venus? I don't know what planet it is, but there's some planet in our in our solar system. Like one of our like nine planets or yeah. eight planets or however yeah. many planets we have now. That is basically on it used to look like scientists believe that it used to look a lot like earth and then there's a runaway gas greenhouse gas effect <laughs> and now it's like a super hot planet wow yeah so okay but when you know something like that then it's like shit like what it, there what can we really do well we can we could probably do some things we could probably do some things like what i don't know maybe <laughs> i don't know exactly what well we can definitely delay it yeah but it doesn't have. But then you know, like the Elon Musk attitude makes perfect sense. Then it's like we got to go find some. If there's even find a one percent chance to yeah. find something else, we got to go for it. Yeah. But 
but we're we're giving ourselves a lot of credit for being able to terraform a planet. Yeah. yeah so then yeah, that means but we if we start now, able... we could fail thirty times and then get it right the thirty. Right. Yeah. But what I was saying was then we should be able to at least change the trajectory of our planet. Like mm. if the trajectory was that a greenhouse gas effect that was going to ruin the planet, we should be able to, if we could terraform a planet, we should definitely be able to change the trajectory. Yeah. But you can only do one thing. What's you the know, point of just, which one do you pick? If you, you, you for, for either one to work, both. you have to be all in. Okay, like I, I don't like I think like what I'm trying to say is this. I'm trying to say that Elon Musk is the first of many or has to be the first of many for this to ever happen. He has to start the process. He's pro- it, it is unlikely that he is the one who's going to see it through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after he leaves, there's got to be 10 of him and then there's got to be 100 of them and then there's got to be 1,000 of them and there's got to be 10,000 of them, like people trying to make this happen. Yeah. Right. Well, but you need everybody to be doing focusing on the one thing. You don't want to half-half it. You only have one chance. Wouldn't you rather go 100% on one chance? Well, 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 I mean, we have different companies working on different things. But that's the problem. (laughs) Well, yeah, but like you could have one company working on, we need more space companies. Yes, but we need them to be focused on, we need them to work Facebooks. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's, that is deep. We need more space companies. Not Facebooks. Not Facebooks. Exactly. So we can have multiple fronts. Like you can make progress on terraforming or, but they all have to have the same common goal in mind. One of the two. They can have they can have different goals. Yeah, but then you're just wasting resources because one no, of them, one of the two is wrong. Well, no, it's not wrong. It could be wrong. We we want to do both. We can only do one. Well, which one's more likely? It's probably the one where you leave. I think you need to leave. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Like SpaceX is planning on trying to leave because the problems that we have with climate change are problems with other companies that their incentives are like just day to day, like human problems. If there is a Venus out there that used to be like Earth and then it had a runaway green, greenhouse gas effect and now it's gone. Yeah. Then if that if there's even like a five one percent chance of that happening here, then shouldn't we be doing the other thing where it's about leaving? Where it's uh, sorry, I missed the end part. Leaving. Yeah. You don't have to be able to stop nature. Well, I don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. it, it seems... But maybe, like, we're the part... We're the main force. What if you could pick a planet that now you have now extended to human life human life another 70 million years or whatever? I, I don't know what the number is for how long humans have been around. It's definitely not 60 million or 70 million. No. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. 20,000 says... I'm trying to think of sapiens. I remember it. Yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah. Um, whatever amount of years. Yeah. What if you just doubled it because you just went to... And you just restarted it at another planet and you just got two people. And what if that's how we started? <laughs> I mean... You know? That yeah. could be a pot. I don't know. Hmm. Well, probably not. Well, maybe. Maybe. Some ancestor of the ape was just an alien from another planet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We also think about what if life started on Mars and then... It moved, right? And it what if the, that planet, Venus or whatever it is, like that was the first one. Mm. And then like three, four people just made it. <laughs> I feel like they would have figured this out though at this point. Maybe. I think so. You think? I don't know. I, I don't... <laughs> I think so. Eh? I give a lot I don't of credit know, to I don't know scientists. enough to, yeah. to know, but... Yeah. 
the one thing every scientist I've ever talked to has said is you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, but see, that's what's interesting about space. Because when you're talking about space, you're talking about everything. Therefore, anything is on the table mm-hmm. until it's not. Which is just, it's, there's so much to think about. Mm-hmm. There's so much to process. There's so much to learn. Well, I was just, I just listened to a podcast and uh, one of the guys says, if space is truly infinite, like if there's no end, you just keep going. Um, then that would mean eventually, because infinity is so big, eventually you're going to come across another earth with two people having the exact same conversation as this one, just with better Italian restaurants. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. like that's how, that, that's what infinity means. It's like, if it's, yeah. if it it's can possible, happen it's again, happening. it's yeah, going to happen. It's like Rick and Morty. It's just the basis yeah. of Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's, I'm forgetting the term. Yeah. Anything that can happen will happen. Yeah. What, what's it? Multiple universe theory, right? Multiple universe Many, theory. yeah. Many, uh, infinite universe. Many worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the whole infinite universe thing where there's, there's universe, there's, any version of the, the universe that you can think of exists somewhere. Yeah. And it could be as simple as, yeah, like it's just better Italian restaurants. Yeah. And this is a universe with like really good. I mean, there's a lot of really good things about this universe. Yeah. Food. There's a lot of good food. There's probably saying. a universe where like you don't need to eat. Yeah. And there could be other planets with life that's so different. Like yeah. one of the animations that was shown on what's it called uh space time odyssey no um on neil degrasse tyson cosmos so on cosmos they show he's postulating a a planet with like really dense atmosphere and then you have these like almost hot air balloon type animals okay okay (laughs) and then you have these other big like predator animals like you're, you're basically playing with the dynamics of right. the fact that it's more dense. There there's some there's some species that like feed on like easily accessible stuff like plants or w- like just atmosphere. Yeah. And then the predators that come and kill those things and it's like you can just you can build you can imagine alien it style worlds ends. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it just never ends, right? Like yeah. you can just you can be there forever. Yeah. Um like imagine an earth where the, it's it's actually circling around to a binary star system. Okay, so there's two stars in this solar system. It's where like two stars rotate yeah, around yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. planets around that, and you I don't know oh, I don't know how that affects the the daytime. Like all of a sudden it could be like like the concept of a day being 24 hours, and you have like some hours of it night, some hours of it day. Yeah, but like maybe that could be completely flipped on its head. Yeah, but maybe they're not like. Yeah, and maybe what kind of species? Not, maybe there's, there's no the stars. Maybe the stars aren't as powerful as the sun, yeah. so they're like, you can't. You you are able to have daytime all the time, and it's not just dry all the time because the sun's not as strong. Yeah, that, that sun, that star, yeah. is not as strong. Really. And then that gives way to a whole whole different evolutionary Dude, process. Dude, different you have a animals. Whole universe that's always day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it works. Yeah, you know what does that mean for for like animals and like bats don't exist. Yeah. Small example, like yeah. you know, like the effects would be it just yeah, it would change the animal kingdom. It'd be a completely different animal. Maybe kingdom. you don't need to sleep in that. It'd universe. Be an alien <laughs> animal kingdom. Nobody sleeps in that universe. Yeah, imagine that. It's fucking. Exhausting. That would be interesting yeah. if sleep was like something that always had to be built in because people, scientists are still trying to really understand sleep. Right. So if like, it seems 
antithetical to evolution to have to need to sleep. Like what I mean by that, maybe that wasn't exactly what I mean, but what I mean by that is it seems like it would be advantageous for an animal to not have to sleep Mm. because that's time, that's time wasted. Right. You got eight hours in your day back. Yeah. So obviously we need it for something. We need it desperately. Apparently. Mm, that's you know? an interesting thing. So, like, if you go see other aliens and they're doing this weird thing where they turn off the same way we do, yeah, then you kind of you're like, okay, there's definitely something here. There's some trade off that evolution has to get, like get past. Yeah, it's like why? And yeah, like I think every animal sleeps, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Wow, dolphins sleep with uh, half their brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on yeah. Uh, off. Yeah, and there's animals that sleep with their eyes open. Yeah. But every animal sleeps. I think, yeah. My cat sleeps. Yeah. Often. They dream. <laughs> Do they? Have you seen your cat dream? Or I, no? No. Why? What? I've definitely seen my dog dream. What? Yeah. Like, like he's like running. Sometimes he's like, he's like barking. Like he's trying to bark. <laughs> like he's clearly dreaming. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, does your, have you ever seen your cat dream? I don't think I've ever I don't seen think I've seen it. No. My yeah. cat's a very peaceful sleeper. Yeah, cats just generally they just they're just so stealth. They're so they're, and they're, there's something really I don't know. Do you have a male cat or a female cat? A female. I've got a yeah. male, and there's something about him that's just so alpha. <laughs> like everything, he's like Ron Swanson, but a cat. Yeah, nice. You know? Like he's just. I feel like all cats are alpha, though. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, just, that's why I'm interested to know. Like, yeah, like yeah. Is, is the same thing happening yeah. with a female cat? Yeah. Like I think, yeah, cats are just that type of species. They're just so independent predator like yeah they're just they don't uh, need but they're like really dumb they're really dumb yeah my my friend was just telling me very re- recently about how she couldn't find her cat hmm. and so she woke up sorry let's take a step back this was literally last night she woke up at like 4 a.m in the morning because she heard what she thought was someone fell down the stairs she got up because she was like oh is that my mom like did something happen so she runs out and like she didn't really see anything it was just that they were like renovating. So there's a bunch of stuff that kind of fell. Mm. Right. So she kind of let it go. She was like, I'll deal with this in the morning. Everybody's safe, whatever. Went to bed, woke up, couldn't find the cat. Right. And she like, like was texting me and I was like, yeah, your cat probably knocked some stuff over and they're so prideful. Right. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen your cat like getting caught doing something embarrassed or hurting itself. It runs away from everybody. Mm. Right. They go in their little co- corner and they just like, like they don't want to be touched. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, I, that didn't just happen almost. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, anyways, so she's looking for the cat and this cat is at the bottom of the stairs under a couch and his head got stuck in a garbage bag and he went and hid under the couch and then got stuck underneath the couch. Oh my God. He's like, like he was in With like a, a garbage bag over his, over head. his head and he was, he was like ma- maybe like an inch away from, chew- he, he had been basically trying to chew out of the garbage bag at this point. Oh my God. And it's like, how can you be so stealth and so dumb at the same time? <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just got, it just went in, basically it panicked when it fell or whatever. Like when this thing at the stairs happened, it ran down, stuck his head under a fucking couch and then he was just stuck. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, wow, like how does that happen? You yeah. know, like it's, and that, but that's such a human trait too. Cause like the smartest people are always the dumbest people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's just, it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, that reminded me of when my cat fell from the stairs. Like we have stairs and we have a railing. Yeah. And she was on the outside of the railing, on the thinnest yeah, like, of part of the step, right? Of like not yeah. <laughs> in the steps. And she's like scaling the side there. And eventually she slipped and like she got her claw stuck on the TV because that's like where the back of the TV is. 
and like her claw got stuck in the hole and she was like clinging on for dear life. And we got to her and we're trying to like, okay, you're, you're safe now. We can pull you off. And she was still like clinging like out of fear. Yeah. But, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cats are interesting. Yeah. Did I tell you my cat got stung by a bee? Oh no. Oh yeah, you did. (laughs) You did. Yeah. That's that's so unfortunate. It, It was okay. But the funniest thing was like, I saw the whole thing go down and although I felt so bad, it was one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. It was hilarious. Yeah. Just because like I saw him think he was a predator. Yeah. And I realized it was a bee right after it went in his mouth. I was like, no, that's not a fly. <laughs> and then I just saw him just spit it out and just run away. And this guy was just like, he was just messed up for like the next 30 minutes. You could tell. And he wouldn't let anybody touch him. He's just in his corner. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's, kinda, it's sad. It's, it's okay. Learning lesson. <laughs> um, yeah. No, we're talking. See, that's the thing about space. You can talk about anything, and it's kind of relatable. Yeah, somehow, maybe there's like a relevant. cat universe. You know, well, there yeah. is. A, there, yeah. there has, there must be one. That's a Rick and Morty theme too. They do that. Yeah. They make a snake universe, a snake planet. Rick and Morty is another example of a popular culture because it's gotten popular to the point of making science more accessible, mm-hmm. or science more exciting, or or just kind of opening your mind up to it. You have to think about it a little bit like science, because mm-hmm. it's such a funny show that you can kind of just walk away and like just think it's hilarious. But really, it's just what makes that show great is how smart it is. Hmm. Sci-fi. I like sci-fi. Yeah. Um, Star Trek. Star Trek's kind of old. Yeah, like Fu- I've never you seen You ever it. watched Futurama? I uh, used to a little bit. I liked it. That's... Uh, but was that really... That's like sci-fi, but it's not really science. It's really just a Simpsons. Yeah. With the theme of being in the future. I mean, I don't want to... Yeah. It was good. I like, liked I, it. I didn't watch it too, too much, but... It wasn't science. When it was on, it was like it was scientific, but it wasn't science. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Just, it's like from what I remember. I guess it, it's yeah. It sneaks into sci-fi, but it's not like Rick and Morty. No, no, no. it doesn't develop themes based around science. They just live in the future. Yeah, I think I don't yeah. know. That's how I remember. It. Yeah, that's how I remember. It I too. haven't seen it in a long time. I, I me too. So yeah, yeah. Um, what else about space interests you, Hamza? I'm trying to think. I feel like dark holes, black holes. I mean, I was reading about dark matter the other day. Well, I was reading supernovas. Uh, I was reading astrophysics for people in a hurry. Yeah. Um, nobody's really in a hurry these days because COVID, but <laughs> <laughs> still, you know, but it, like the chapter on dark matter, I thought was super interesting. Mm. And it, it almost sounds like there's just like this, this matter out there that we can't yet understand fully. Mm-hmm. That just balances everything out in a way. Mm. You know, yeah, I've been super. I've been super enamored by the idea of balance. Mm. This last little bit, mm-hmm. just generally in like last few months, couple years, and it, reading about the dark matter was just kind of tying those thing, those knots or those loops together. I guess, mm. um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, you tell me, you're the expert. Um, I'm really not, but. Well, no one's the expert. Yeah, That's the beauty of yeah. it. You know? um, yeah, there's dark matter. And then there's there's also dark energy. Um, and dark energy seems to be like... So you don't think we're going to get to space in our life? Humans are going to be living on another planet in our lifetimes? No. I'd be surprised if we even travel to Mars. 
Like not really? even, yeah. I w- I'd be happy. I'd be like, you don't think we can make it to Mars? But like we've had machines get to Mars. Right. Like the yeah. Mars rover. Yeah. Sure, we can make it to Mars. Yeah. What are the challenges? Or do you know? I don't. I, it's just a matter of getting there. Yeah. Just, <laughs> There's a lot of guys not doing much. They'll, they'll get on a spaceship. Yeah. I just... A couple master's degrees. Yeah. A couple PhDs. I mean, it's got to be... I don't know what the distance is. Like, I don't know how, t- how long it took for that Mars rover to get there. Um, no, neither do I. But if it's gotten but there, it's gotta be someone a, can get there. It's got to be a big... It wasn't a couple of generations. It's got to be a big investment. No, yeah. Like, like it was I, the like, same people like, who wanted it to get there that saw it. Get yeah, there. like I'm sure it wouldn't take like yeah. like lifetimes. Not a, no, but yeah. But, but like, then the interesting part is like you can just learn so much and fix so much here. Like like um, there's all these like internet providers that do it via satellite now. Well, that's the new technology. Is like rather than just like having cell towers and stuff. Like I mean, cell towers speak to satellites, but it's like I was reading about this company that basically puts the satellites in the air that reflect like Starlink. I think it's called Starlink. Tesla, not Tesla. Elon Musk yeah, has yeah. a company that does this. Starlink? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Right? Where I think. Like, they can provide internet to all these places that don't have internet access set up with cell towers and all these things mm-hmm. by launching these satellites into, into orbit. Mm-hmm. And then like that satellite sits in a certain part of the atmosphere that reflects onto like whatever space it's trying to provide internet to or whatever. Right. Which is like super dope, mm-hmm. right? Because I think like even something like internet, like we have it in pockets, but we don't realize how much of the earth like doesn't have right access to internet. And like, really, it's food, water, mm-hmm. shelter, internet. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, yeah, it it kind of has to be, yeah, right. Um, so that's why I think going back to what we were talking about about like. I think you have to keep pushing to try and get to a Mars or whatever it is just for the benefit. Like, maybe that's how it works together. Like, the two the two options we were talking about, which is one, like, you either try and save this planet or you try and go to another one. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to keep pushing to go to another one to figure out ways to make this one better. Mm. And somewhere down the road, maybe somewhere down the road, you keep delaying that decision. You keep pushing for that, and you realize which one will be the right decision because either the planet survives or you get to a point where you can leave it. Mm. But they're both kind of working in conjunction with each other. Yeah. Should be dope. Yeah. And I'm then you get to restart on a planet that doesn't have global warming issues and you knew whatever the hell you want for like 10,000 years. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm warming up to what you were trying to t- tell me earlier about like um, you have to pick one because you don't have enough resources. Like, yeah, I was like my first Not thought enough resources. You only do one big thing. Well, yeah, like you can only. You can only have like so many everyone, people yeah. working on on one thing at, at once. Yeah. Like if if there has to be Facebooks, that means there's some people that are going to be working on Facebooks and Googles, <sighs> and it's just that there's only so many people that are going to work on space work at SpaceX. Yeah. A company like SpaceX. So it's like whatever SpaceX decides, it has to be that deci- the decision that SpaceX chooses. Yeah. Or makes is is gonna be yeah it's just shitty in the last 10 15 years where everything's just become about it's not even about like everything is about distracting people yeah and whatever can distract you best will make the most money yeah which is taking away from a lot um but i guess yeah that's what i think about space that's all i got on space to be honest yeah um I feel like I feel like it doesn't create as much I don't know if I've lost the awe. Well, I think when you're just older, you understand more. 
and like I, I keep trying to recreate this this feeling of awe about space because I felt it before. Right. Because it's it is like when you think about it, like I can I can say the things that I want to say. Like it's massive. It's endless. Um, yeah. We are so small, but I don't feel it the way that I did the first time I discovered those facts. You know, like we are really tiny. We are truly. But is that just a matter of continuing to go down the rabbit hole and learning more and more about it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you're right because I think a part of it is it just makes you feel so alone. Yeah. You know? Or so in the middle of nowhere. Or so a part of nothing. Yeah. Because it's so vast. And that means anything, nothing you ever do will ever be a blip on the radar, which is just insane. But then I think that's where, like, I think that's the next step of almost growth or learning, which is like, that also just means that you can do whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. And you can build this. Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about this really interesting thing where he was basically saying like everything is like a universe within itself right so he's like all these things we learn about this great universe and you can come back here and apply it to earth and it still applies and then you can apply it to your life and it still applies and then you can apply it to like the smallest teeniest piece of your life and it still applies so it's just about applying those same rules and laws or logic yeah to like just like smaller turn like things that do have impact because like you can still impact your world mm-hmm you, your universe, but you can't impact the universe. Hmm. Like, nobody can. Like, yeah. even, like, Steve Jobs. Like, he has no... Well, Elon Musk? Maybe. That's when it gets crazy, because then you're like, holy shit, he might be. But, no, he's not. You know why? Why? Because he's just gonna, like, he is gonna do... A, he, he, he may pull off a human feat, which would be the craziest human feat ever, which would be, like, getting humans to another planet. Mm-hmm. But that means nothing in the in the grand scheme of the universe. Yeah. And all the universes. Yeah. And just all of space. Yeah. So therefore not even him. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's just a big deal to people. Because people aren't a big deal. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. It is as simple as that. Yeah. So Yeah. I think it gives me it gives you hope in a certain weird way. It makes it okay because you're like, ah, it's not that serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Pause it. <laughs>